Hello and welcome to another edition of Defending the Den. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How's it going, everybody? Well, we got snow. That's that's uh, something, right? Makes it feel more like hockey weather, right? Huh? All right. All right. Be safe out there. Uh, if you get nothing from this podcast, we want you to be safe. Uh, and all that so you can get down to the den as uh, some shenanigans happening. We'll talk about it after uh, the game review and after, uh, not just after the game review, and after the game preview of this weekend. But the Black Bears finally met up with the Northeast Generals. How about that? It took uh, a few months, a few months, uh, five months uh, before they got things going. And here we are. So they went up to uh, Attleboro, Massachusetts to take on the Generals for the first time. And uh, a frustrating weekend, I would say, just personally watching the games. It was uh, frustrating to see the chances gotten from the Black Bears that they just, they just could not bury behind uh, the, the the Nets, behind uh, the goalie, Toby Hopp. It was, uh, it was a frustrating thing. A couple of posts, a couple of just great chances and just could not find the back of the net but a split will do a split gets points a split will make things keep on rolling for the black bears start off on friday night and uh really a feeling out process i would say in the first little bit uh both sides getting some chances early maryland uh you know getting getting their legs underneath them they got a couple shots early northeast goes down the other way gets a couple shots early but toby hop and uh, Owen uh, Lee Pack were solid in net for the early going. A couple penalty issues for Maryland to start off things, and that results in the first goal, and that's from Ryan Remick, his 18th of the year uh, from Northeast. Just a one-timer on the dot on the power play, uh, puts it home, and uh, Northeast up one to nothing, and that's where we went into the first intermission. Second uh, period, though, Black Bears, a ton of ch- a ton of chances on net, a couple of uh, shots go off the post. A redirection goes off the post. Uh, Nineteen shots all told in the second period, but unfortunately, uh, nothing uh, to show for it. And then late in the period, on the on the man advantage, Black Bears try to get things going, but Northeast makes it in transition. They clear the zone and they move up ice. And Joe McGraw gets his twelfth of the year for Northeast to make it two nothing with only uh, 14 seconds remaining in the frame, even though Maryland pretty much dominated that second period. It was all Black Bears uh, and just nothing, just could not find the puck luck. I, I, like a redirect from Mike Ergo off of Trace Johnson's shot, redirects off the uh, the crossbar. Dimitri Kieber breaks in uh, shorthanded. That goes off the crossbar. Like It's just little things here and there. Uh, rebounds just, just in a bit of traffic. And just puck luck wasn't there on Friday night unfortunately, through at least the first two periods. They did get one in the third, uh, just past the halfway point. Jesse Horacek uh, gets his 13th of the season, uh, puts home a rebound. Dimitri Kibru, uh took the shot initially. Horacek jumps on the rebound, 13th goal for Horacek, 24th uh, assist for Dimitri Kibru. Evan Sofakitis with his 17th assist. Black Bears cut it to within one and try as they might. You could tell why the putt luck was not on their side. They had a uh, six on four with Lee Pack uh, pulled for an extra man. And as they were regrouping, a pass redirects off a defender and goes in the net into the yawning cage. It'll be credit to Sistine Jenner show for his seventh of the year. Black Bears fall three to one. 
Uh, only Peck played solid in net by and large. Uh, he was uh, he was good in net. He made a uh, only 19 saves, but he was solid when called upon. He saw pucks through traffic. Played fairly well, uh, all things considered. So uh, it was uh, it was a tough it was a tough showing because again, so many chances. You you get those. Uh, it's the mighty ducks thing. If you get a puck a quarter inch the other way, it goes in the net. Quarter inch the other way, it goes completely wide. And we're not having this discussion. It's just shots going wide of the net. But so so it goes. A short short memory as Saturday uh, brings about yet another game. And again, a more uh, another frustrating situation in the early going. Both sides get their chances. Uh, counterattacks against counterattacks. Toby Hop solid in Northeast. Colin Ronan getting the call for Maryland. He was strong on those eight shots uh, to start off with. As was eight. To, or for four shots, rather, eight to four Maryland out shooting things. But Northeast gets on the board first once again as Joe McGraw on an odd man rush. Uh, Potts went home his second goal of the weekend, 13th of the season. It is one nothing Northeast. And then Maryland again trying to get everything they could, trying to get things going here, there, and everywhere. Uh, decent amount of power play time late in the frame, and one finally drops, and that's Tyler Stern getting his first as a Black Bear as uh, he just finds the uh, the loose puck in a hurdle of bodies in front, puts it home for his uh, seventh of the year, I do believe. Uh, the, the NAHL website is a little uh, wacky in this one, only having one goal, but I'm pretty sure he had a couple when he was in Philly. In any case, his uh, first is a black bear, all told. Sebastian Brockman's second assist. Jeremy Trombley, his seventh assist. Black Bears tie this at one going into the third period. And then the third period, again, goals hard to come by. A lot of things uh, just clogged up in front on both sides. Maryland getting it in uh, 948. Tyler Stern again. Again, a heap of bodies in front. Just you, I was surprised the ref didn't call it uh, dead for losing sight of the puck. Tyler Stern didn't lose sight of it. He pots it home for his second of the night uh, with Trace Johnson getting his 15th assist and Evan Sofakitis his 18th assist. Black Bears up 2-1. Then the Black Bears penalty kill was put to task as back-to-back-to-back uh, -to -back -to -back penalties, almost like a, uh, a Tom Amansky, uh training video in this, but it's trained how not to uh, get called on things. But uh, in any case, during that, the PK was solid, and the Black Bears actually did uh, notch a goal as Dimitri Kibru, as uh, Northeast pulls their goalie with uh, under four minutes remaining, uh, puts home his ninth of the year into the yawning cage. Sam Stitz, his second assist of the year. Jesse Horacek, his 15th assist. An all-Maryland scoreline on that. And 3-1 to one is all she wrote. That is the final. Black Bears split the weekend. Uh, Colin Ronan had 32 saves. Again, he faced uh, 17 shots alone in the third period. As uh, there was a shooting gallery happening for Northeast. Could not find anything to fall. And Black Bears take this one. Uh, by a count of three to one, pair of three to one games. You gotta like that. Uh, Black Bears right now, as we sit in the standings area, nothing changed as uh, Maine wins both their games this weekend. Uh, actually, it does change as Maryland drops down to second place in the East. Maine won both their games this weekend. They are sitting one point above uh, the Black Bears. Black Bears do have a game in hand on this, fifty-six to fifty-five, uh, and then Johnstown in third at forty-two. Maryland thirteen clear of that. And Northeast at fourth at 41 points there. So uh, we look ahead to the Black Bears now taking on the Philadelphia Rebels as uh, the Rebels sitting in eighth place right now. 
uh, with 14 wins, 20 losses, and one shootout loss uh, for 29 points. 3-6 and 1 in their last 10. Maryland 8-1 and 1 in their last 10. And these teams have had quite the spirited matchup in December as uh, Black Bears dropping, uh, they're splitting the weekend both times, uh, actually, as it was a back-to-back weekend in the first weekend of December and then the second weekend of December. Uh, Philly took both Friday games. Maryland took both Saturday games. So we will see if Maryland can't come out with a uh, a better situation for themselves and win both games. That'd be nice. Little four points, that'd be good for everyone involved. So I say beforehand, something was a brewing, and if you haven't checked the social medias for the Black Bears, then you should, because old Bay Knights are coming. That's right. Uh, for a second straight year in conjunction with uh, Route 1 Apparel, the Maryland Black Bears will be donning the Old Bay colors, this time in blue. Full blue uh, with a blue bear on there, so it probably matches what it would feel like outside as it is a bit chilly out there. But a nice blue uniform with a yellow trim uh, and the Maryland flag, uh, the Crossland flag on the uh, on the socks. Nice blue and yellow scheme. Those will be up for auction on Dash Auction uh, in, uh, in time, and then away we go. So it should be a fun weekend out there. 26th and 27th, they are away this weekend. But when they come back to take on the New Jersey Titans, Saturday night is Old Bay Night on uh, on the old uh, Piney Orchard Ice Arena. So check, check, check that one out. Get your tickets at tickets.marylandblackbears.com and uh, get in there. Get in there Friday night. Get in there Saturday night. Get in there both nights. Support your team because uh, why the heck not, right? Why wouldn't you go support your team at this venture? They are up there and they're, put, they're, they're, they're making things happen, everybody. Should be a good time for everybody out there. It's interview time, and we'll start off as we always do with the Black Bears Coaches Corner. Clint Millamuck joining us here, talking about the weekend that was against Northeast, um, just how the power play has been working, the tandems of uh, Colin Ronan, and Owen Leepak and also Tyler Stern's impact on the team since he has come over from Philadelphia. Head coach Clint Millamock joins me right now. And coach, split of the weekend up in Northeast, uh, your evaluation of the games. Um, I thought we played physically better Friday and mentally better Saturday. So uh, it's always tough on those trips, getting on the road, and, and uh, Northeast is always a handful, which we knew, and, and we just couldn't score on, on – um, on Friday, I think we hit six posts, um, which a lot of teams go through that. So we just didn't find a way, though, to get it done. And we gave up, you know, another back-breaking, shorthanded goal. Um, in a tight game, special teams is what gets you through, which there has been lately. Um, and that was a difference on Saturday. Our power play came to work, and our PK was was very good. So kind of flip-flop. Um, but I thought... I thought mentally just a bit off on, and, and on things you probably don't notice, but there are structural things and even breakouts, like where, where to be standing, where to, where to start. And I, I, I guess, you know, not fully ready maybe. And then and then Saturday a little more dialed in. And I thought our goaltending was great both games. Um, and Ronan had a really strong game on, on Saturday. And it was a little busier than, than Lee Pack on Friday, but I thought he was the difference maker for us on, on Saturday too. You mentioned that frustration on Friday with all the posts and missed opportunities. As a coach, do you let – the players kind of talk that out themselves, or you kind of give a little knowledge to them. You try and give them things like, I mean, the one the one uh, goal we did score is off a set play that we drew up on on a face off, and and they don't always work. 
Um, we need something to happen and someone to make a play. And, and, and Sophocles, I thought it was really good on the weekend. Made a really nice play to, to make to, to, to make to make it happen. And, and Horacek, once again, his timing's always good. His knowledge is good. So it was, it was fun to see that work. So we just try to we try and give him things. But I mean, honestly, I thought offensively we had guys at the net. We had breakaways. Other goalie was strong um, for for Northeast. Um, he's been good against us before, so that's not that's not uncommon. Um, I, you know, you try and switch up a little bit. We try to switch up the lines and do different things, and, and um, like you always have to. And it just wasn't our night offensively. Saturday night, Tyler Stern gets his first two as a Black Bear. What has he brought to this team since coming over? Um, he just he's frustrating to play against because he doesn't stop. And then some guys will say like about players like him, like oh, he's just. He's always in your face. He's always this and that. Like he's not like a dirty player. He's not. He's not um, cheap. He just works, and he'll go to the hard areas. He will finish his hits. He will go to the front, and he he'll annoy. He he will annoy you um, defensively because he's always there, and that's how he scores. Um, I know he was happy to get him. Probably felt felt very. You know, he's been playing well, but we all know like your job as a four is to chip in. So I think for him it was it was a relief to get a couple, and and there were big ones, and and. It got us to win, so it was good to see him get on the board. Um, we switched up lines a little bit, and, and I thought he did a good job with with Trombley and Janice. And you mentioned Kellen Brown and Owen Leapack. How how is it as a coach to know that you can throw either of them in there? And you're going to get a great performance out of them. I think the players all all play hard for, for both goalies, um, and they are both very talented. And I think they give you a chance every night, and and. When you have two goalies that you can put in, like it, you, you don't have to change anything. Like and it's not even that you change your systems or think. But some guys will tell you, like some goalies, they play differently in front of. They worry a little bit if we break down. And with our guys, I think they just allow our guys to, to play play free and easy and, and not worry about some of the mistakes that that you might make um, in in transition or turnovers. But they're always there to to, to do the job, and and um, they've been very strong for us, and the numbers prove it. Now you head up to Philadelphia, take on the Rebels for on their home ice for the last time this season. Haven't have split the last two series. What's the key point to get four points this weekend? Um, they 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 play us tough. They have their goalie back that they had last year, um, Kerbasek, and he's 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 big. He's talented. He start, started the year in the USHL. They got him back, I think, around Christmas, and he's a difference maker. So we got to make sure, like, just do what we always do, but do do it better and. and um, have some good traffic. Special teams have to be on point. This is the time of year your special teams got to be good. You have to be able to ride your special teams to success and take some pressure off the five-on-five five stuff. The five-on-five five stuff, you want to focus on your line changes and, and playing hockey, like doing things the right way, puck protection, puck puck possession. And then if you get a team to break down, capitalize. And then special teams, uh, you got to be on point. And, and our PK has been good most of the year, and our goalies are a big part of it. And then our power play, is is been good probably the last probably ten games or so eight to ten games where you can see some success and then it's helping us win. And Coach Clint Millock. Next up, Tyler Stern of the Black Bears getting his first two goals as a Black Bear this weekend. He talks a little bit about that and also what uh, what worked and what adjusted in Northeast to make sure they could come home with at least two points on the weekend. <laughs> Maryland Black Bears forward Tyler Stern joining me right now. And Tyler, a split on the weekend yep. up there in uh, Northeast. Your evaluation of the, the weekend? Um, I think the, the first one was definitely a bit of a letdown loss. You know, we come in on a, on a six-game winning streak, uh, sweep in Maine, who was the top team in the East to take first place back over. Uh, obviously, a three-game sweep in Johnstown before break. So I think a little bit of the first night was kind of just 
maybe overconfidence. You know, you could even say a little bit cocky, thinking we don't have to work, uh, thinking we don't have to stick to our systems to win the game. Um, and then the second night was really just a, an awesome bounce back win. Um, it was it was a total team effort. Ronan was awesome in between the pipes all night. And um, once we got the lead, we were we were just making simple hockey plays, making hard hockey plays, and kind of keeping the game in front of us. And uh, really good bounce back win to get two points. And um, kind of move on to this week. It seemed like Friday was a bit of a frustration game as well. A lot of uh, goal post hit, yeah. a lot of just missed opportunities there. How do you guys kind of calm your emotions on that on the bench after you see that? Yeah, it's it's obviously one of the hardest things to do in hockey, and anyone can tell you that. When when you, what did we almost double them up in shots yeah. on Friday night, and, and you only put one in the back of the net at the end of the third there, it's, it's obviously really frustrating. Um, and it's something that at this point of the season, it happens. You run into hot goalies, you, you catch bad puck luck. It happened to us for a couple weeks straight when I first got here, honestly. Um, but it's, it's something that you really have to focus on in the moment, calming down and just focusing on what you can control. And um, something one of my old coaches always says, don't be mad when they're not going in. Be mad when the opportunities aren't coming. Um, and, and I think that's something we, we did a good job focusing on from game one to game two is when we get them, like, let's bear down and, and let's just execute. And on Saturday Night's Affair, you kind of came on your own getting some gritty goals there. Was that just a situation where you just wanted to just shove it in regardless? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's been a long time coming since I've been here. <laughs> um, and, you know, that's that's kind of where I, in, in youth hockey, last season, my rookie year, somewhere where I always think I'm, I'm a very effective player in front of the net, I just kind of find a way to to bear down and bury the puck. And I knew that the team was kind of going to need it. We, we needed a greasy one to get us going. And it, it felt really good to get the first one on the board. And then to get the second was just one of the best feelings I've had in a little <laughs> bit on an ice rink. That's good. And, and the power play has been working really well. Five of the last seven games, you guys have been clicking. There was a long drop beforehand. What had changes have been made to make that click? It's, it's really just been a mentality thing of, especially with that top unit, Jesse's group. Jesse's doing an amazing job up top, especially for a forward, just being simple, one time in pucks, Flash screens in front, um, the flankers collapsing on rebounds. And then on our unit, we we were really kind of poor on our, our rotations. Like the first unit was executing their rotation, just not putting enough pucks on net. I think that our passing plays, our player movement has been a bit crisper. But at the end of the day, that goal was just Jared did a great job delivering a puck. Me and Bracco were in front just kind of battling, and, and we put it home. At the end of the day, power play, you got, you got an extra guy on the ice if you're working harder than him. Um, and, and you got five skilled players on the ice, like both units do, you're going to be successful. Now you go back to a place you're very familiar with up in Philly for the yeah. last time this season. Um, Friday nights haven't been great against the Rebels for you guys. What's the uh, what's the game plan going in to make sure you get four points? As we well? know that, that we're going to get every team's best every night, especially on Friday, because they're fresh, they're at home. Playing Maryland is always exciting. I could say that as someone who played Maryland eight, 10, 12 times last year. It's always, it's always a bit bigger game, especially at home, than any other game. So we know that we have to bring our best. It's that simple. Because our, our best is is going to hang in there against just about anyone, and we know that. Tyler Stern, the Maryland Black Bears. Thank you. And Colin Ronan wraps us out uh, here on Defending the Den. He will talk about uh, getting in net for the first time in a little bit, being able to see some uh, shots, and also what goes through his head in terms of facing a new team that he really hasn't seen before in previous action. Colin Ronan of the Maryland Black Bears joining me right now. And Colin, uh, tough weekend, split of a weekend. Uh, your yeah. thoughts on the weekend as a whole? Uh, I thought it went pretty well. Obviously, it's nice to end the weekend on a win. Mm-hmm. Have a good week of practice and roll into the next weekend. But it's a long season. Not going to win every game. So I think we're pretty happy with it. Played uh, pretty well in that second game. And now we're just looking forward to uh, Philly this weekend. And Saturday night, you had to a, a get another start in net. How was it for you? How did Philly be back out there and... Uh, in front of things. Oh, it felt great. Obviously, 
anytime you're playing, it's a good day. Mm -hmm. So uh, it went well. It was nice to get back in there after break and everything. And uh, I thought I played pretty well. And the team played great in front of me. So You and Owen have a great chemistry together. You guys are working very well together. Talk about just uh, the, the kinship between you guys. <laughs> oh, no, he's great. He's a really nice kid. He's uh, worked hard. He's uh, really, it's good to have, like, healthy competition and practice and stuff like that it just makes both of you better. What have you seen from this team going uh, throughout the year to keep you guys consistently good? Oh, no, they're great. They're, uh, we never, they're never hanging us out to dry, really. Mm -hmm. They're always on top of pucks. They're pinning guys in the corners and not letting, to, letting up too many odd men rushes, stuff like that. They've been really, are really helpful to us. One of the big things is you went into Northeast kind of cold, didn't see him before. As a goaltender, how do you plan for that in terms of, you know, seeing a team you haven't seen before? Honestly, I think it's great. I think it's sometimes it's nice to obviously obviously you want to know what the team's doing and their tendencies and stuff like that. But sometimes it's nice to kind of just have like no knowledge, nothing in your head, and just go out there and just play hockey like you're a little kid. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. it's nice to kind of have like a almost like a little reset of like oh I have a fresh team, haven't seen them before, they don't know anything you do, you don't know anything they do, and you just go and play hockey. Now you guys have uh, faced the team now in Philly. You've seen them a lot over the past couple of weeks. What's the big thing to get four points out of this weekend? I think it's huge. I think. Uh, they're definitely like a they're a running gun team. They're pretty fast. They got some uh, good players on their team. So I think just being like responsible in the D zone and making sure everyone's got their guys and stuff like that's huge. All right, Colin Ronan, the Maryland Black Bears. Thanks to Clint, Tyler, and Colin for their uh, time. And also thanks to Chris and Jess with the Black Bears for help setting this up uh, for and, and this and every week ahead of time uh, to get you guys some in the inside content, as it were. Some alumni news here for you as uh, Luke Salem, the captain of St. Lawrence in his uh, last season uh, with St. Lawrence. Two goals, four assists in 20 games so far for St. Lawrence. Had a goal and an assist this past weekend. Uh, an assist against RPI, a goal against Union. How about that? And uh, it was a loss on Friday and a tie on Saturday. Uh, William Skoog back up in the AHL. And he has uh, made the most of it after his time in the ECHL with uh, a, uh, a nice little show in this past week. An assist on Saturday night. I believe it was the outdoor game between Rochester and uh, Charlotte. Also had a goal on uh, last Sunday against Bridgeport. Overall in the AHL, his numbers are two goals, four assists for six points on the year. So uh, a solid saw freshman season or rookie season for him. Uh, of course, it's it's... Broken up in two leagues, kind of rough on that, but hey, uh, say la vie, as uh, some people would say. Josh Nixon has come back from his uh, his break with a goal and an assist in the last four games, uh, putting his total to five goals and 12 assists on the season, surpassing last year's totals with Union. So a nice uh, set for him in his junior year, the former Black Bear back in 2020 and 2021. And we'll wrap up there. We'll keep it short and sweet with the alumni news as uh, teams, again, starting to get back into the swing of things uh, for the second semester of college. So that's it. That's all. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Defending the Den, part of the Face Off Hockey Show, Media Faction, and Podcast Monsters. Hey, check out at Defending Den MBB on Twitter, ClutchandCrabHockey.com, and uh, check out this weekend's action of Maryland Black Bears all on NAHLTV.com. Until we talk to you next week. Be safe out there. Let's go Black Bears. Peace.